All right, we're going. We're going. We're going. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Let's just go into it. All right. Theme song incoming. Oh shit! We're doing um uh a, a premiere of my my song this episode. Oh yeah. Do, do you do you want to start there? Uh. We can do it maybe towards the front. Okay. Okay. Here's our podcast. Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I'm Nick the Human. And we've got a very special returning guests uh, as we go back into uh, Fiona and Cake. We've got Dave the Human. Dave the Human. Very excited to be back. Yes, welcome back. Thank How you, long has it been? So, so How long good, has it been? So good of a guest that I actually introduced you. It's it's customary here that we make them introduce <laughs> yeah, themselves. But and actually, it's like always really awkward because everyone's like, am I supposed to say it now? Yeah. I, that thought <laughs> ran through my head and I was like, Nick's, Nick's taking this. We're good. Yeah, well, that's the amount of respect we have for beautiful, you. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's been a while. Um, and I, I remember calling in for the 100th episode too. Oh, yes. Uh, Which, was that like a year ago? That was a year ago. That was a year ago. And, and then even before then was my God. first episode in person. So Yeah, that was, a, that was a really, really good one. Sorry, I'm pulling away from the mic as I go to look up. We did the one with the Latin title, Mora mm-hmm. Torimi Te Salomonis. Sure. <laughs> the Gladiators. The Gladiators. Um, yeah, 10 months ago, it's up. Oh, we did a really fun thing on YouTube for this one. Yeah, that um, looked really good. That was really cool to see. Yeah, where it's like an actual YouTube video. You guys yeah, should go. Nick made it himself. No, I hired a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was really good about it. I have, oh yeah, eighty episode 81, Dave Lucas. Um, this was a long time ago. doesn't say on Apple. That's weird. Um, but yeah, dude, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, happy to be here. It's fun that when new Adventure Time comes out, I get to be excited to watch the content, but also to like hit you all up and be like, do you need a guest? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. We talked and you were, that episode was one of our better episodes, I think. Nice. So I remember ex- feeling like we were very on topic. We were. I, and you know what? I think the whole Fiona and Cake thing has been keeping us way more on topic sure. than, we, <laughs> yeah. than we used to be. <laughs> then plucking a, a randomized episode mm-hmm. out and, and going through it. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> through lines yeah there's a there's a rhythm coming it's cool because the episode that we did before um you know the the difference in how much lore we have to discuss with this episode today versus the gladiator episode is like yeah. huge. like that was really like a one-off adventure yeah uh before so it, it's cool that this one's so connected yeah there's a lot we can really get into eric i just turned down the game a little bit just so you know oh great thanks yeah i'll make uh, a note of that for when i'm editing this yeah okay great <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so much lore to get into. We've, I mean, we've got all of Farm World that we can be discussing, which we haven't even really done much Farm World in the pod, if any. None. 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 One hundred and twenty-two episodes. No Farm World. Yeah. Interesting. So this, I'm a little cold. I'm gonna need you guys to take us through it. Should we get? Let's get into the episode discussion. Or uh, wait, how about before that we do our <laughs> what we promised last time? Yeah. Uh, I just announced a new solo album. Hell yeah. 
All right. What's it called again? It's called Book of Spells. It's going to be released on Friday the 13th of October. Um, hopefully nothing bad happens. <laughs> Are you really hoping that? Like, it sounds like you're, you're bringing it, you're, you're aiming for that. Yeah, it would, it would just be the cherry on top if there was just like a huge disaster. Um, I mean, I've, I've released plenty of albums that were huge disasters. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's a good one. The artwork is sick. The art's cool. The name's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, art by Josh PM, uh, out of the band Sad Snack, really cool artist. Um, yeah, so I put up the lead single, Protection Spell, recently. Uh, the album is going to drop in full in just under two weeks from when this episode airs. And I'm going to play a song from it for the first time right now. What's it called? It's called <laughs> I'm Just Your Problem, made famous by Marceline the Vampire Queen. Oh, yeah. Any, <laughs> any friends of the pod on the song? No. Jack? Oh, yeah. Jack's a friend of Vlad. <laughs> Jack Good from uh, South Presses. Yes, he played drums. And Matt Ellis from Kill Lincoln played saxophone. But he, he's been on the pod. He was. Yeah, he was briefly on the pod in our Jeff Rosenstock episode. Yeah. Great. So uh, this song features all Adventure, Ti- Adventure Guys guests. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. There was a a real tie-in. All right, let's hear it. Okay.
Whoa. Amazing. Yeah, good job. <laughs> I can't wait for the full album. Yeah. Um, go pre-order at ericdano.bandcamp.com. Yes. Uh, vinyl is $20 or downloads are free. Vinyl, very cool. Hey, if you're new to the podcast and you like the music, Eric makes most of it. So you, you might like... Lots of people, everyone is always complimenting the music, Eric. Well done. So go listen to the album. I think there's going to be things there you like. Yeah, there's a there's a few Adventure Time covers, right? In your solo repertoire? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a few of them. <laughs> a time Adventure? Yeah. Now this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I've done another Rebecca Sugar song, but it was from Steven Universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I pre-ordered it. It, you did thank you yeah very cool <laughs> i'm excited uh it's i've heard it, it's good so yeah cool all right um now let's do episode discussion okay hear yeah. more of another we're, song of yours. yeah we are we've been so on point for these we've just been like diving right in there's so much to talk about yeah episode discussion all right we watched Fiona and Cake, season one, episode five, Destiny. Yes, we sure did. Um, <laughs> and much as this has happened on some of the other episodes, right? We just get a cold open. That's just like, what is going on? Um, so I don't really remember any of the farm world shit from Adventure Time. Uh, <laughs> good thing I brushed up on it then. I know. Actually, great. this episode could be a disaster if Dave wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice yeah it drops you in with uh like ice king finn the snow king i was like okay i never would have remembered this existed if you hadn't showed me right now snowman yeah snowman yeah Th- I, there's a lot of interesting stuff around that that i'm curious about that maybe we'll talk about when the time is right when we want to like go deep on farm world mm-hmm. like after we've talked a little bit of plot uh but uh yeah it was really interesting to return to that place and I, I will say I wasn't excited right away because Farm World is not my favorite, like, no. multiversal, I, you know, place like, in, in mid- Adventure Time. Yeah, it seems to be, like, purposefully uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, just the animation style is off-putting. It is very off-putting. Yeah. And it is definitely supposed to be that way. Um, but by the end of this one, I felt really happy that we went back there and, like, happy to see characters who previously I really disliked and, like, didn't even like listening to or, or seeing on my screen and... By the end, I was like, oh, Big Destiny's getting caught up in all this. Interesting. Yeah. And they, yeah, I mean, it's kind of akin to what we talked about with just Fiona and Cake in general, which is like at first we're like, those characters really? That's where we're going to go? Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like Farm World. of All the universes, like they even previewed them in the last episode. Right. Like we could go to all these worlds and then they choose Farm World. Right. Yeah. It's like, what? Why? But then they do something with yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's sort, it sort of makes sense, but it's like, it's not something that like... I would have chosen immediately off the bat. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so we're we're in the meat of the show now. now Fiona and Cake. So yeah, episode- yeah. Now I was thinking about that as you're watching Tam. Like now we're going. Like I was like the, them in their old world is like but a distant memory. Mm-hmm. We are now cruising. Cake's powered up. Yeah, full, fully powered up. Like Fiona's got the costume. They know their backstory and why. why yeah, they-, they have a purpose. Yeah, they have purpose that's connecting them to the sense of adventure that they've been showing mm-hmm. we've got a bad guy got a bad guy for sure it it seems now that i mean it's still obviously like there's a, a crazy through line with the plot but it seems now that they're getting into, into more of an episodic formula where okay we're just every episode we're going to go to a different part of the multiverse we're going to check out an, a different world they're going to be looking for the crown that's the objective and they're just going to like 
blow through these these what if scenarios. And this is the first one that we get. And I is it is Farmworld like the first like actual like multiverse kind of thing that we see in the Adventure Time main series? Is that like where they sort of introduce I the think concept? So, because it comes out of the uh, first episode with Prismo. Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's um the the lich like the end the finale of season 4, um the first big like lich encounter is uh what leads them to meet Prismo, right? They use the Enchiridion to uh open up a portal leads to the time cube. That's where we get uh OG Kumail Nanjiani yes. <laughs> Prismo. I I listened to your episode about yes. that. Um and uh, the Lich's wish is to destroy all of life. And Finn and Jake have to kind of undo that with their own wishes with Prismo. And this is before Prismo really knows them. So he's a little bit, he's a little bit like third party, you know, like not really guiding Finn's wish. And Finn wishes that the Lich never existed, which creates an alternate timeline where the mushroom bomb never goes off. Because ultimately that's what like released the Lich into the world that became ooh right so that's where like the like finn becomes transported like that finn becomes Mm -hmm. like farm world finn uh and we see a world where there's no magic because the bomb never went off and so like jake's a regular dog finn has a pointy nose like it's really unsettling uh and then after that a bunch of things happen that kind of lead to that finn discovering the crown and using it to like fight back against the destiny gang. Right. Um, and then that's how he ends up taking on the ice King madness. Uh, there is a, there's also, there's another, they return to it one more time too. They return to farm world um, a couple of seasons later and Prismo needs their help, like wrangling in Finn. Okay. So eventually in that yeah. version, Finn goes crazy with ice powers to try to protect his family and ends up setting off the bomb uh, that he had pr- previously prevented with his wish from going off and turns like that world's Jake into the Lich. Extremely disturbing. Wow. It is like so uncomfortable. Uh, and Jake has to like undo all of that with his own wish. Um, I sort of remember this. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So what it, insane. That's it's huge. like meant to be uncomfortable and like a, a version of this story and these characters that you kind of don't want to live in, right? Like there's yeah. no magic. There's no understanding of any of the conflict from the main storyline. It's just like this weird post-apocalyptic, like humble, uh, like sort of medieval (laughs) area run by the most annoying gang, maybe in like any TV show. Like the (laughs) Destiny gang drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But okay, so here's where I have a weird, I I don't really totally understand what's happening with like the the snowman story and everything because they go back later and like re- Prismo sends them to like take care of that world's Finn and they don't really know what that means um, but he's being manipulated by that world's Lich to reopen another portal so Lich can like do his original plan and they end up basically Prismo returns the crown to Simon Petrikov's corpse so that when that bomb goes off it destroys the Ice King's crown but that really confused me because I'm like Finn is still wearing a crown when that happens and like there's some time travel. So I don't know if there's like two crowns in that, in that world. I don't know if it matters, but there's some confusion around like which version of farm world happened after they sort of go back and mess with it a second time. I I saw some Twitter 
chatter about that particular thing, and it was I think it was a mistake mm. that they had the retcon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it was like a like somebody didn't communicate like all the plot points like the background artists and they just like drew the crown mm. in a shot or something yeah. it's like oh actually it's not supposed to be here because of some i don't know like right and so they had to like make a time travel episode to mm-hmm. like justify it or something interesting oh my gosh <laughs> so yeah so when we jumping forward in this episode like where we f- the where they end up going that crater like that's where prismo had put the crown in order to destroy it to save that finn because yeah, finn didn't want to yeah, just yeah. kill that other universe finn he wanted to save him yeah. Okay, yeah, that seemed like I, I sort of remember that bomb going off. That seemed like that was where that happened. Yeah, so like we're definitely getting a version of Farm World where like Finn and Jake, like from Ooh, were sent there by Prismo and saved the Finn that we meet in this episode mm-hmm. from the crown. And then, however, meant 15 years or whatever pass. And now we're like seeing where that world is yeah. uh, after they like kind of stepped in and changed those events and got rid of that that version of the Lich. Okay, so this Finn that we're seeing was the same Finn that at, at one point was the snowman. Right, and okay. Finn and Jake from like our main storyline came in and instead of like taking care of him like Prismo asked, they they save him from, from the... The curse of the crown. And then are we to understand that all those children he has were all stolen children? Like in the beginning of the episode when he was snowman? Interesting. Whoa. <laughs> See, I was thinking Whoa. I was, Yeah, I was like, who's the who's the mom of these children? Like as she's passed, like there's some implied lore. But then I was like but then that the beginning of that episode is like yeah, I, I actually have a lot of questions about how the beginning of that episode ties in. If it was just a reminder, like, hey, this version of Finn yeah. used to be uh, an evil Ice King type, um, and now we're just moving forward with things. Or if I got the feeling during this episode that, like, I think they're going to jump to a lot of multiverses, but I feel like they're they're teeing up Farm World to, like, continue mattering. Like, we can we, we have more plot, obviously, to talk about in this episode, but, like, some of the characters feel like we're coming back to them. Maybe non I know and they like they did enough uh, world building and development yeah. of characters and stuff that I was like, oh, they they like care about farm world and like yeah. there's some really interesting stuff here now. Yeah. Well, Finn has kids. Like, yes, yeah, he totally stole them. I never would have. <laughs> that's amazing that you you got that. Holy shit! I, n- I never would have. <laughs> they stole those children. Yeah. Yeah, because like, why the hell else would they have like put that scene in there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. There is no mom. He just went crazy as the who snowman, made the soup. like collected. A, oh, who made the soup? The Bushwick stew. <laughs> oh my god, that's a good question. Oh man, yes. So uh, he's probably yo. This Finn is probably so fucked up. Yes, this Finn is very traumatized. Oh my god. Just to explain why, when they just merely mention the crown, he goes away and won't even like talk about it right yeah you damn fools yeah. you damn fools <laughs> sleep out there and be gone like that's he can't even engage with it more and that would be why um, but he does seem to be taking care of these children yeah and like be paternal yeah so, so at least there's that so in, like, in like a sexy lumberjack kind of way yeah, <laughs> yeah he's so rugged <laughs> so they end up meeting farm world finn because fiona cake and simon are trying to find that that dimension or that universe's uh ice king crown Right, so that 
Ice King can be magic again and put Fiona and Cake back in their world. They end up going to the market and seeing Choose Bruce, I believe is his name in Farm, farm World. <laughs> yeah. A human version of Choose Goose, yeah. also insufferable. I, oh so annoying. I can't believe that Choose Goose is getting so much screen so much time Choose in this, in this I know. series. <laughs> Um, and like yeah. a, it, it's like, it, I don't know about you, but we were like, that's a character we completely forgot existed. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like twice. That's one of those that's like, it was a funny name. And now yeah. like a decade plus later, we're like still getting this character in like human form now. Like we're bringing him back where he doesn't even need to be there. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, what, earlier in the season, they do some shit with Choose Goose and I was like, didn't he die? Like I, I was trying to figure out what the hell had oh, happened and then had, I decided not to chase we that. We had no idea. Yeah. Right. It, we, in the wiki, it's, told us that at the end of wizard city he mm-hmm. turns evil right and i still don't remember this at all but i'm just been taking the wiki's word for it at least wizard wizard city is a good rewatch so i'll i may throw that one back on yeah i remember not being enthralled with it but i think you get a lot of abracadaniel right oh, and yeah. i'm always up for a lot of abracadaniel yeah but yeah so they they end up encountering choose bruce and uh and kind of getting swindled which reveals cake's powers and then they have to like go into hiding right yeah and, uh, farm world fins which kids the cake them. i do want to say cake's powers in the first we, we were dave and i while you were coming eric were re-watching episode three and the first thing that cake does is like it's like her left arm becomes big mm-hmm. and then it stays big and then when they get transported it's still big when she's out there and she keeps using it in a way that like is making the arm big mm-hmm. and i i actually really enjoyed <laughs> that that's a very small detail i know but i like that because it's like oh if you're just learning about these powers and the first thing you do is you make your arms big, you might just like do that for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like versus yeah. like, cause you, like you don't know the extent of it. So like, I like that then the arms big, then later there's like a moment where they have to get the gem or whatever. And she uses again, her arms stretching. So it's like all based around arms yeah. being stretchy. And it's like, she's going to uh, learn as she goes. I, I kind of like that. I think it's great storytelling, like showing this, character who very recently was a typical cat with no powers or voice like figuring out how to use these magical powers and instead of just being like an expert right away it's like this is like she's like flailing at times it's really entertaining yeah and like using it out of passion right like she's pissed at choose bruce and knocks him out with a giant fist and then she can't (laughs) she can't like return back to normal and it's like that actually makes perfect sense yeah yeah. it's like bizarre scenario you've set up makes perfect sense to me (laughs) (laughs) anyway so um that you're going to say that was initiates a chase. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's how they end up uh, with Finn's child. Jay, I believe is his name, uh-huh. right? Jay Mertens. And, and he kind of takes them under his wing and realizes like, if these people are talking about magic in farm world, like they must not be from here. Uh, so that's kind of how they end up being brought back to like farm world's version of the treehouse and meeting with rugged, rugged Finn with <laughs> yeah. a lot of like destiny gang uh, yeah. hijinks and Mad Max bits and jokes stuff. Yeah, um, very Mad Maxy. Was the original Farm World at, as Mad Maxy? Yeah, they um they really like set up the post apocalyptic like gang warfare thing. Like, because okay. Finn um in that Farm World Finn like the whole reason he puts the crown on is because he needs to fight uh the Destiny gang because they steal his donkey Bert Bartram who sort of has a cameo in this one. Uh, oh yes, yes that's what that was yeah oh. so yeah he gets like ripped off oh my gosh and it's because farm world finn meets uh old lady marceline in the cave where yeah. simon like stopped the bomb and i just had to take a moment because my favorite part of farm world was was old marceline she was that character was so funny um 
I just like rewatching it. I was like, this yeah. is by far my favorite part of Farm World is this version of Marceline who I never was, becomes a vampire. So she's old. Yeah. I was confused by, by that character on my first watch through of, of the Farm World stuff like years ago. I was like, well, who even is this? It's like, it, it doesn't I, even look like her. Right. Know? Right. I thought, I thought it was a version of um, the Sky Witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember at first expecting that and then realizing it was, since it was Simon, it was, uh, it was Marceline, and since the bomb never went off, there was never a vampire infestation, so she just stayed half demon, half mortal. Yeah. See, so much lore. <laughs> like yeah. farm world lore, I never thought it would come back up. <laughs> wow. And then she's ultimately killed when the mushroom bomb goes off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she calls him a butt on her way out. Her far- parting words were... Look what you did, you butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're like in the town square where there's like tons of uh like Mad Max yeah. um a post-apocalyptic stuff going on. It felt kind of like Rick and Morty to me more yeah. than this show usually does. Right. It did. The woman with the wheels for legs. I was like, this looks like the, a Rick and Morty bit. Yeah, the whole uh like car Mad Max kind of thing <laughs> like they were they were commodifying tires mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they steal the tire they put the tire on the car and then the car becomes a one of four car tires of a bigger car <laughs> yeah it drives into a, its place as like a gundam yes yes and then drives off like a like it's a like, two second bit that is like i rewatched i rewound that like three times i was like what is even happening yeah it was really, really good. <laughs> a Mad Max car Gundam. Yes, that's what <laughs> I also feel like the farm world style reminds me of the show Recess. Oh. Like they kind of had to dif- faces. Yeah, they had to differentiate the, the character uh, qualities. And so like their eyes have whites around them now and they have like pointy noses. And I yeah. feel like it's I'm I feel like I'm watching Recess, which is like puts me in a very different place um, of adventure. Time. I, I get more regular show vibes mm. um, just on like how weird the characters are yeah. but they're all seemingly still human right so but like really odd uh, it's almost like the size of the faces are the same as recess like right it's like interesting yeah so it, uh, that's just like a personal thing just that this world puts me back into yeah it was making me think that we, we don't have time to get into this or i have not done any research but it does make me just think i was like this like vert i feel like uh we're are like cultural literacy or whatever you want to say lexicon is full of these little things but like we there's like a version of post-apocalyptic world that like we all sort of understand Mm -hmm. and it's like mad max but it's also like it's like in the matrix and Mm -hmm. it's in lord of the rings i'm like who came up with this vert i want i I, it just makes me wonder who came up with this version of a (laughs) post-apocalyptic world and we're all that's kind of like collective all... subconscious we all kind of like imagine the dystopia the same yeah. yeah like it's it's interesting to me i mean i guess it makes sense because shit's gonna be run down and burnt out right and whatever but it's also funny that it's just like such a running thing like a commonality between like a bunch of different franchises and stories yeah and uh and lots of shoulder pads, no matter where, where you are. Uh, pauldrons. <laughs> I just learned that word. Is that what the, yeah, the, 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 the single one? I yeah. Think, I think I'm saying it right. It's, it, it came up in Ahsoka, which I've been watching a ton of lately. Oh, uh, I, haven't, but, I haven't started that yet. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's good stuff. A different podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I do like, I really like the moment where Fiona is uh, is grabbing loot, yeah. road, road loot. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm, I love it when characters with an established like outfit or design 
change it yeah. over time. Um, I like love that about like last airbender and stuff. Like when you don't just like stick to the same exact outfit for a character. So like seeing it happen in real time was like one of several kind of like meta things I see in Fiona and cake. That's like really entertaining and fun, like literally yeah. changing their character design in front of your face. There were, there were a couple moments that were like close to like fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. where like she, she talks about like, yeah, like uh, in RPGs, like it's, you know, you can never have enough loot or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. I've played enough post-apocalyptic RPGs yeah. to know what I'm doing, which is <laughs> funny. Cause like Simon has crazy, like apocalyptic survival skills. <laughs> right. He's lived in oh almost like an exact version of this. Like yeah. you forget it. Cause he's depressed and boring yeah. right now, yeah, but like just, that I, dude knows how to get by. Right. He's all just, I've seen this shit before. I'm, <laughs> yeah. not, I'm not impressed. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, depressed simon uh really good stuff but uh they this like leads them back to the like finn's farm um which is like really interesting and ominous and uh getting like multiple versions of grown-up finn is like it's like candy for me. I was like, I was like waiting for this when the show ended. I was like, I hope I get to see, you know, where he's at in 12 years. And like giving it to me in multiple dimensions now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and none of them really, uh, comforting. We talked about this. (laughs) I don't know if you listened to our other one we did, which like the second episode we were, it was like, this is like kind of the saddest episode of maybe the entire adventure time of canon. <laughs> yeah. And because it's like, we don't, we don't like where Finn's at. We're sad. It's at his heart. And Both now of these fins are this, really traumatized. Yeah. This fins traumatized too. And it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm scared to see where our next fins are. Oh at. God. Yeah. Well, it's like the, the fin that we're familiar with in Ooh, it like didn't grow up at all. Yeah. You know, and is burying all of this stuff and the fin in farm world kind of grew up too much, but is still burying all of this stuff. Like they're both kind of having the same reaction, but with like opposite outcomes. I know. Really kind of a tough look. It is. <laughs> tough look for the fins. Tough yeah. look for the fins. I mean, I don't know what this fin's supposed to do. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what the healthy response is to having been, uh, you know, evil and kidnapped children. Is. Yeah. Well, so he's, so we're on like a farm that's like clearly like, it's like a doomsday prepper farm, right? There's like barbed wire and like keep out signs and skulls everywhere. Uh, which is like, you know, not great. It's actually like introduced with like a really pleasant um, like musical score. Like they're feeling good. Like, hey, we're making progress on our mission. Like we're going to meet this version that this world's version of Simon. But then they're like stepping over razor wire and past skulls. And I'm like, God, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not going to be happy here. But I don't think we've talked too much about the the scoring, the music for this. But it's no. uh, it's a new composer f- for the series. Uh, Amanda Jones. Is that who it is? Let me look it up. Uh, and it's actually like the music is great. I think it's it really captures a lot of the original vibes from Adventure Time while while being like more than just like weird collage blips and right. bloops kind of. It was like getting really deconstructed. It felt like towards the end of the series, of the yeah, main series, and this yeah. is kind of like a little bit more reined in, but like still feels very Adventure Time. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we've talked about some of those like, where sometimes it's really fun and other times you're just like, <laughs> it's like distracting. Yeah, um, I'll look it up. But so, yeah, there's a bunch of bunch of farm word called yeah. farm worlds. What is it? Amanda Jones. Amanda Jones. Pretty. Nice. It's yeah, cool. I think I forget what else she did, but I think she also did some of the distant lands music. I remember the distant lands music being really good. Yeah. Let me see. She was in a band called. The anti-job. 
Oh, or as an assistant to Hans Zimmer and has done a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah, because that guy has like fucking 30 assistants that composes his music for yeah. him. Right. <laughs> and did do Distant Lands um, among a bunch of other stuff. Nice. Big guns for this. Yeah, and she was a music coordinator also at Lionsgate. Wow. Did stuff for Nashville. Yeah, she's had a cool cool career. She's 34, the same age as me. And I, crushing. I haven't done any of that. Yeah, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way to go. Yeah, way to go, Amanda. Yeah. Um, cool. So we were we were coming back. So now they're at with Finn and, the, and his kids. And his kids. Yeah, which potentially are stolen children. I'm, very I'm, I'm buying that. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a good theory. Might have to bring that one to Reddit. Because why else would you have that intro sequence mm-hmm. like and end on the child? Right. Like, yeah. I, I was like, what, what I was... I was trying to place it like where in the timeline. I was like, what even is this? Like, what are we watching right now? And like, it, you get so far. The timeline is really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, the rest of the episode doesn't really like comment on mm-hmm. any of that directly. I'm just no, they like, kind of go back to the A plot for like the second half of the of the episode. Yeah. Like, I really forgot about that, that cold open. But um, yeah, he's, he's stealing kids. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe he orphaned these kids. Like as the Snow King, and okay, took them in, like adopted them. He like accidentally killed their parents, or like, killed their parents in a in a state. Okay, so yeah, all right, maybe he killed their parent. Maybe these are all the children that when he came to, he was like, "Oops, I killed all their parents, and yeah. now I have to be responsible for them." Yeah. It's kind of more... they do all look like him. Sorry, they do. Ahead. That's the that's the tricky part. Maybe he was seeking them out. Yeah, which would maybe mean more that he was trying to steal them. I think it's more macabre that he was collecting children as right. snowman and then wakes up and is like, I guess I have to be a dad now. <laughs> yeah. Like chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Um, the, uh, there was, I, when I, I hadn't thought of this theory when we were watching, but when I, when I was watching the one thing I noticed about his kids, um, he's got like, I don't know, three or four. Um, and most of them are blonde, mm-hmm. look a lot like him. One of his kids has red hair and like very green eyes, uh, which, again, to like jump forward to the end of the episode when big destiny loses his glasses, he's got these like shining green eyes and he's got red hair. And I was like, is that a little, is that a little hint? Like if these are his kids, like was his wife, like big destiny's sister or something, because Mm. like one of his kids looks exactly like big destiny. And like stuck out from the others who were all the same. That's interesting. Yeah. So that was, that was the theory I came in with. (laughs) Now, Now we got Finn collecting children as the snow king maybe they're both right yeah they could both be true yeah or maybe he maybe maybe one of the kids was stolen and Mm -hmm. like the rest are like actual possibly i don't know yeah i mean that that cold open super interesting like very like honestly like knowing what happened with farm world and how that stuff was kind of undone yeah seeing that in this version of farm world he still did all of that really interesting oh right so it wasn't that he Okay, so it wasn't that he like was the snowman and then wasn't. It was that he was the snowman and then never was. That is what's implied in the episode because I think what they do is they take the crown, Prismo puts it under the bomb and has the bomb destroy the crown before uh, that Finn can ever truly become the Snow King. So that's why I was kind of confused that like Farm World still has the history of like Finn being the Snow King. Uh, snowman 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, really convoluted. And I'm very curious. Again, it made me more interested in farm world than I ever was previously. Huh? Maybe he's like feeling like these like cosmic psychic mm-hmm. echoes. Maybe of it he or remembers, but yeah, uh, the rest of the world doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like the power of the crown is so vast that it spans alternate like timelines. Right. They definitely didn't totally save that fin, right? Like the idea behind destroying the crown instead of arresting that fin was like, let's save him from this. But like we have a moment with farm world fin looking into a fire, like hearing the maniacal laughter of like himself as the snowman. So like it's there, like the crown has the grip on, okay. on this fin still. He's just, He's just fighting it as much as he can. Mm. So, like, it definitely happened. So that's a, that's a very weird, interesting. When did you hear that the the maniacal laughter? Right before Scarab shows up at the the house, uh-huh. um, Finn is just kind of staring at a a wood burning stove, uh, contemplatively, mm. and you hear like the the laughter of him as the good observation. Okay, that's, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. Scarab yeah. inter- interrupts it, knocking on the door. Yeah, because that laugh was like really f- weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Shada, right, uh, playing rugged farm world Finn and like Ooh Finn, who still has pretty much the same voice. So that was kind of cool to see him. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, I was gonna look. I was like, is that still him? Yeah, I had to. I, I like watched it. and I wasn't totally sure, and then I, I, I checked out the uh, the cast list. I'm pretty sure it's him doing doing farm world Finn. That's did we ever? Did we ever check out Jeremy Shada's band? No. Like he has a band. Yeah, I think he has like a pop punk band, or he did at one I point. Him. I forget. Uh, it's like. Yeah, his his voice is like it's like kind of the the same, but like I can't tell like how different he's trying to make it. Mm, like, mm, like, yeah, it's like this. I, it, this guy could be like forty years old, and he's still gonna sound like a teenager. Like, right. <laughs> not a bad deal for a voice actor. <laughs> yeah. No, that can get you a long way. While we're thinking about that, I had one more observation about the kids, mm-hmm. and this is probably again because I'm very deep into a Star Wars TV show right now, but. Jay Mertens gave me strong Luke Skywalker vibes. Uh, like the planet feels kind of like a desert, like apocalyptic. He's like his tunic, especially like the shirt he's wearing looks just like Luke Skywalker's in the first uh, in a new hope. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. And I've been just like keeping my eye out for references because there's so many Easter eggs in these Fiona and cake uh, episodes, just because like, if you go to different universes, you're going to see like starchy, on the street yeah yeah but as a human we saw that today. yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah okay so his jeremy sorry jeremy shot his band I, f- I have more info great uh make out monday they were called <laughs> um formed in la with zach Shutta, brother i'm just assuming um both born in boise idaho it, I'm, I'm just going through it real quick we should check out the music but although it, it looks like jeremy is no longer in the band oh uh, but was at one point, so we'd have to, and maybe on the, they have an EP and two albums. Yeah, on the first, uh, he's on the EP. Okay, we can check that out later. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, dude. No, it's all good. It's all good. I had to get that out. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah. Um, so one thing I was going to bring up too was the Scarab. Um, I, it's gonna be interesting we watching the prism episode it reminded me of like oh my god there's so many open doors to be like what the fuck is yes. going on who's he for but it's interesting that he, there that he's i mean it was just making me rethink in this episode where i was like when he scares doesn't he scare oh, he scares choose bruce. bruce and he does that because up until i feel like 
you get that he's kind of evil, the Scarab, mm-hmm. or like you don't like him, but also that's because he's against Prismo and right. Fiona and Cake. But like maybe for good reason, because we've seen the repercussions of fucking with these worlds right, before, right. especially with Prismo. But when he did that, I was like, okay, this guy is not nice mm-hmm. and is kind of evil and is a <laughs> villain and did start to make me wonder. I'm like, so he's like this enforcer for the God League or some whatever. sort of authority authority yeah. but like maybe it's nefarious which duh it's probably is but yeah. it was was kind of interesting i was like oh they're 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 getting in that he's just not nice yeah yeah what did he say uh when choose bruce is like what are you going to give me in return he's like your unmurdered life yes <laughs> great line <laughs> right that now now if you're all three times i watched it <laughs> yeah which if he's a righteous uh you know detective law enforcer then that's not that ain't right um which yeah which we rewatched the episode three correction i don't know if there's a correction theme i forget (laughs) um was i said in the last prismo episode that in the beginning that guy uh that the scarab is catching probably committed some sort of crime and i was like what the hell would the crime have been but really it seems that he abandoned his post right yes he was listed as a deserter deserter um which i just wanted to clarify oh yeah in the intro scene for the scarab, yeah, right. So then it all starts, which which just like changes things a little bit because sure. it's like, okay, this guy is enforcing some version of how these people are supposed to be, but maybe it's not all. I don't know. Well, well, well I mean, right, because the 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 person he captured, the entity he captured, was serving tea, yeah. like doing something completely innocuous. Mm-hmm. So it, it was that was that already was a tough look for scarab that like he did something so drastic to somebody who was doing something peaceful yeah, yeah. instead of whatever other job well, he was supposed to be doing in the, in the universe. So that kind of makes sense, right? Whatever this guy's job was, was important, I guess, but he, but he wants something simpler. He wants to serve tea. Prismo, right. Has got like a really important job. And when they're going through like their MC Escher kind of thing and they see like the time waves, mm-hmm. like the, like the hourglass <laughs> and the clock just like slamming each other. Like Pr- Prismo is like so over it. Yes. He's like, yeah, whatever. They just do that. Like, it's not a big deal. But like when the Scarab sees it, he's like, oh my gosh, the majesty. Right. It's so like, Pr- and Prismo just like hangs out like in a hot tub and makes pickles and shit. Like, <laughs> so I think the Scarab guy is like really uh, jealous of these, of these other guys that get like awesome jobs right, right. and don't appreciate them. And mm-hmm. they just want to do like these mundane, lazy, like fuck around life it's a good point because he 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 goes past he like swipes past many other potential like bounties and lands on prismo like he wasn't interested in martin you know he wasn't interested (laughs) in cosmic owl but like he was interested in prismo and this other person who abandoned their post so yeah he's like he's a climber i was relieved that speaking of prismo's attitude like the first time prismo sounds interested in what's going on or like in life again is when he's in the cube um kind of laughing at the scarab right like the scarab is trying to watch the tv wall but like the security system is like the gate is closed and he can't watch it and um prismo kind of giggles at him and is like laughing you know knowingly from the cube i was really happy about that because the first person we saw in that like prison cube just turned into an 8-bit like icon yeah and i was like i don't want prismo to like be gone from the series because he got caught and so it was kind of fun to see that like he's actually closer to his real self now 
Maybe because something interesting has happened. Yeah. He's yeah. become so disaffected. He's now caught up in the drama again, mm-hmm. which is what he liked about yeah. like the original Finn and Jake having to fight, you know, the Lich and Golb and all that shit. And, and, and now like, you know, Finn is still getting into some shit, I guess, but like mostly like the drama has been resolved. So, but yeah. That probably has a lot to do with like why he's so blase and doesn't mm-hmm. want to like. Get a little taste of being a part of it. Instead of above it all, and, yeah. and now he's bored and making own unsanctioned universes. Right. Um, so yeah, that was just my thought on on Scarab and Prisma. I was happy that Prisma was still feeling kind of like empowered while uh, imprisoned by Scarab, which is a pretty interesting, uh, kind of an interesting scenario. Yeah, I mean, there's no way that Prismo doesn't play like a huge part in like the way this season or series ends. Like, yeah. I'm sure we'll see plenty more of Prismo. Yeah. So uh, when Scarab shows up uh, to Finn, Farmworld Finn's house, um, well, Finn has found out that Simon and Fiona and Cake are looking for the crown, which obviously pisses off Farmworld Finn because he suffered terribly because of that crown. Um, and so they're sleeping like in the hayloft, and he goes to warn them that the Scarab's looking for him, and they're already gone. Yeah. Because uh, Jay has told them that like the crater which we know like is where the mushroom bomb went off in that, in that world um, is where farm world Finn found the crown originally. So they just, like, they've already snuck off on their own adventure to, to find the crown there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was again, just like seeing how farm world Finn moves. It was just so cool to see this like pretty like well-realized other version of Finn. Yeah. Um, that's like, feels really different. You know, like his vocabulary is really funny and like very country, but like post-apocalyptic <laughs> country math <laughs> yeah <laughs> math. Uh, i don't truck with magic <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah yeah i know but still still in the vernacular um yeah then they 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 go there and they find that the crown's been like incinerated right which is what we quickly. saw happen from uh because prismo did that right like prismo oh, took yes. that crown from uh the snowman and put it under the mushroom bomb so that when it all went off it it, it destroyed that crown um, and so that's what they find. They find one jewel eventually. They, From the they, crown. They found that Jay had found a jewel and given it to Little Destiny. Um, who's a character I'm, I'm perfectly into. Like they're Little Destiny story. or Jay? Little Destiny. Yeah. Um, and, and Jay together. Jay, extremely smooth. Yes. They, they talk about, so Jay Finn's kid is in a secret romance with Big Destiny's child. Again, like I'm, I'm getting into the drama of Farm World. I uh-huh. never thought I would care. <laughs> and uh, and when they go back and tell the story, it's like it's really funny how smooth he is with it. Like he really, like you know, gives he's, her a nice little pickup line right away. He's a big romantic. Yeah, and it's like after seeing ten seasons of Finn be horrible with women, and I can't imagine Farm World Finn is much better. Like Jay Mertens, he's he's got it. He's very smooth. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, Super smooth. And then, but it's not long until the whole gang is there and is like pissed off about this um, and is like going to force Little Destiny to kill Jay. Yeah, Big Destiny shows up with his Mark Knopfler haircut uh, or uh, hairline. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, forces Little Destiny to like knife Jay Mertens in the chest for like, I don't know, being in love. <laughs> yeah. And being a traitor. It's to show she's not weak, right? That, yeah. That's that's the idea behind it. But this is where all, all hell breaks loose and like Scarab shows up. First, the Destiny gang ties up Cake because Cake can't control her powers. So she basically turns her arms into like ropes yeah. <laughs> that they use to tie them up. There are some really good Cake moments right there. I feel like the chaotic good of 
cake is on like full display in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, like when she leans aside to Fiona and says she should kiss Farmer Old Finn, like huge laugh. For <laughs> oh me. my god! I don't know why. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, no cake. What? Yeah, that no, was I don't a good. Think they should be doing that. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> and then like the meta again, like the meta commentary of like, ooh, like like secret romance and like a twist. The twist again really got me when they you find that like little destiny is is sick and and you don't know why yet um but yeah we eventually realize that it's because jay has given a a jewel from the ice crown to Lil destiny as like a gift and that is causing like a, a cold type cough and as like the destiny gang is fighting with or try, trying to uh, trying to decide what to do with jay farm old finn shows up with an attachment on his arm and starts kicking ass I got a yeah. shout out Trauma John. Trauma John. Who's Trauma John? The big uh, muscle, like oh, the, yeah. with the metal head. I yeah. don't know why, but when that little kid said like, Trauma John, get him. I, <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Like oh what a dumb character. Yeah. What just like a dumb ass name. Like looks like Krang's body from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. cartoon. Just so weird and dumb. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that it, it like wraps up in like a huge battle between the destiny gang and farm world Finn that then scarab joins in and you get like scarab versus Finn, which, with, which I like farm world Finn with now has the flamethrower attachment. Flamethrower attachment. Yeah. He's like not getting anywhere near ice powers. And <laughs> he's then, like, I want the oh, opposite. Right, yeah. And then immediately just torches the scarab, which is, which was really, yeah, that was cool. Well, there's, cool. there's, there's like a, a person that he like lights up. That, yeah. Like he hits trauma John with the, with the, uh, of the flamethrower yeah so so he's got to be dead yeah i think so this is like a slightly darker series right like it's like feels more adult right oh yeah like they've taken a few steps in that direction there's more violence more violence more like confirmed kills (laughs) yeah yeah more language yeah so finn uh arsons a person to death (laughs) um and then he he gets the scarab but then the scarab like fucking mutates into like some crazy bug guy yeah Um, and does he kill Finn? I don't know. He stomps his head pretty bad. It looked impaled to it, me. He looked, yeah, I don't know if it, it, I, I have no idea what to expect, but like, like those the were, first time I watched it, I'm like, I think they just killed Farm World Finn. Yeah. Those are some know. pointy spikes. That, yeah. 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 That uh, was, that was a tough image. You need some Prismo magic yeah. or something. I don't know. Some God magic for that one. No, I don't know. Farm World, World Finn did not seem like he wanted to be alive. Hmm, no. he was not enjoying his life he has stolen kids to care for yeah that's true those kids might need him <laughs> um yeah and then they're <laughs> there is a funny where it's like fiona and cake are just like push the button push, push the button. button push the button <laughs> yeah push 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 it. yeah so they're they're trying to use the the remote uh prismo's remote to jump universes again and they steal the jewel to use it to track ice crown magic yeah which i liked that simon just knows how to do that i was like really mm-hmm. but i was like oh well, i guess he does he is a scientist. He's an antiquarian. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, like the reason he has the crown is because he like spent years, like, like searching for it and researching it. So he, he is like theoretically like the, expert on yeah, this crown. Like yeah. the most qualified person to be doing shit with it. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's, there's like a lot of plot stuff that is really important. Like, as you said, we're like moving. It's like, everyone's powered up. Everyone's got a plan. They're moving forward, but like, there's a lot of moments for 
character stuff. Like when they open, they're in the cornfield and Simon's explaining why it makes sense for him to become the Ice King again. And it's like, it's so wild to think that that's where Simon's character is now, given yeah. how much effort they put into ending him, you know, like stopping the Ice King. Yeah. Um, and it's almost, it's like giving him purpose again to become mm-hmm. Ice King. So it's just like an insane yeah. circular narrative. Yeah. And it's like, as the audience, it's like, like this is not gonna go well this can't possibly well i know that well. i had a moment earlier I, I wrote down which was there fiona wisely asks okay well once you become ice king how will we get back mm-hmm. to fiona world and he's like oh well i'll just then recreate what i did to get you here mm-hmm. which poses which i'm like and then she just accept it but in my head i'm like you can't trust Ice no, King. No, Ice King's to, a loose cannon. He can't. He can't execute plan <laughs> that. Also, you don't have Choose Goose. I guess you'll have to use. I guess that old man that Prismo had. Right. I, I, I'm like, that's a that's crazy. Also, he said, well, and then once I have uh, magic again, ergo, you'll have magic in your world. And I was like, I think that is the premise. I think okay, that's what yeah. Prismo determined. That like the reason their world got boring is that the Ice King's oh. magic went away, which. Is weird then, because Prismo oh, because it was Prismo in his in, head. Yeah, yeah. Prismo invented them, so yeah, that's a little one. That's a little weird one. Yeah, but I think we're I think we're all in agreement that this is a really bad plan. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Like this is a terrible idea, and Simon shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, it's it's like it is the clear objective of the show, but like you know, it's going to backfire. Right. It's yeah. like it's, they don't even have to set it up. It's like just like by virtue of like the only people watching this are Adventure Time fans. Mm-hmm. Like we all know it's not going to end well. No, you cannot trust Ice King with literally anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Except so, to store, uh, use his brain as a hard drive. Yeah. We learned that from Prismo. <laughs> really good at that. <laughs> well, I mean, this uh, it's, it's also not like an instant thing where Simon puts the crown on and he'll become Ice King. Like, he'll, he'll probably have to, like, go through the transformation process. Maybe. I don't know. He's like... He's got that in him. Like he spent so much time as the Ice King. I feel like he might go right back there, but we might get the sort of transitional uh, Simon Ice King hybrid that you see in like the the young Marceline stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's really concerning. Like you're rooting for the heroes, but then you're like, but I don't want them to accomplish what their plan is. Yeah, like, yeah. This is really bad. That's well, kind of fun. Yeah. I guess, uh, what that's some dramatic irony where the audience knows that this is just gonna be fucking stupid right and fiona and cake don't have enough like context to to be against this like they didn't spend any time with ice king they don't know they don't know why this is such a bad idea yeah and their version of him is like an idealized version Mm -hmm. right the is it the ice prince um, oh the ice prince that's right their world that's what they think of yeah right so like there any like i guess dreams or whatever that they have where they remember him and, you know, I guess even in canon, we know that he will not become the Ice King again because we get the Grables episodes that are like a thousand years in oh, the future yeah. where we see the Ice Thing as the, like the, the guy yeah. and not, it's not Simon Ice that King. That super crazy design. It's like talons and a beard. And yeah. All like, wow, it's like, it's, call, it's Gunther right. as, as the Ice, ice right. Thing. Um so we've already we've already seen the future. We know that Ice King doesn't come back. At least eventually, yeah. I mean, at least that far. Maybe there's some time. I don't know. Well, I mean, if he ever did come back, it would be forever because mm-hmm. Ice King is immortal. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I I because of because we were doing this episode, I focused like my extracurricular watching on Farm World stuff. But I definitely need to go back and watch like the 
the origins of the ice crown and all that um the elementals or whatever is that yeah. what that one is yeah evergreen yeah um that was really interesting stuff when they when they released it and now it's like super relevant again oh yeah I, I need to figure out what happened to simon i don't even like i don't quite remember all the betty stuff like they they flash back um yeah to some to like the very end of of it but you know removing or ice king or the crown from simon was not necessarily where i thought that character was going when it was happening live and so it's been really interesting to like continue working with simon as a very interesting character yeah i think um there's there's another episode that's like super confusing where they go inside the crown they sort of like explain a little bit about how it works yeah like um because it's like it's it's like technological mm-hmm. in in the way that it's like it's not like real magic yeah it's like they're so yeah i remember that that's interesting yeah uh but like the hey, keep going i have to go to the bathroom i've just been downing this water <laughs> um it is like a gallon of water yeah <laughs> for the for the listeners yeah i don't think i don't think at the end of the series finale of adventure time i i really got ha- like the whole process of like how he turned back into simon yeah and they did a little flashback in episode four where they show him being digested by gold in mm-hmm. that scene and i think like so the explanation that they that they go through there like stuck with me a little bit more where mm-hmm. like gold is digesting them and like te- like tearing away the the magic of them right. to like bring them back to like their most essential form mm-hmm. so like Betty loses like the magic man insanity that right. she, and then you know Simon loses the ice king insanity and like they're sort of back to like where they would be but then they um like you know if they kept going another layer then they would be dead they right would, they yeah. get like an instant where they're both sane and uh together yeah and then Simon is somehow pulled out and but as far as we know Betty stays and is devoured well i betty gets a wish and betty's wish is to keep simon safe yeah so i think that's just like okay so simon is back to normal now because of gold digesting Mm -hmm. him great uh now in this moment like keep him safe have him transported out of here Mm -hmm. uh and i don't remember how or why she gets that wish and then how or why she turns into gold (laughs) right oh gosh that's how she that's how she ends up she turns into gold yeah she's the new gold now that's what's happening yeah which is is why simon back in his apartment got the is yeah it's got the shrine shrine. yeah (laughs) jeez that is that is rough like ice king's story is so good and so tragic and and it's honestly so deep that i forget what happened and i can go back and like redo it but even just like spending time with Simon, it's like, this shit is harsh. Like he's been through some shit and he's like clinging on to like the one moment where he and Betty were both sane at the same time in the last like several hundred years. Yeah. And he can't get past it. That's, that's rough. It's awesome. Yeah. And like Tom Kenny crushing it. Oh like, yeah. I mean, it's a whole new range for him. Yeah, on definitely. Show. I gotta, I gotta break this out. I, I've, Forgot to mention, I, I don't think I talked about this on the 100th episode, but last year, our mutual friend Justin and I went to a Yola Tango Hanukkah show uh, where they have lots of special guests and everything. Oh, yeah. Where did they do that? They did. They've been doing it. At, um, uh, oh, gosh. It used to be Maxwell's. It used to be Maxwell's. I went to one of those. It was awesome. Now they are at Bowery. Bowery. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And uh, he's gone through Brooklyn Bowl and done DJ sets sometimes. Yeah. Who? 
Uh, the guy from Yola Tango. Oh, okay. Yeah, he... Ira. He, Ira, yeah. Um, so this one that I went to last Hanukkah, um, Tom Kenny was like a surprise MC what? in character as like a horrible comedian. <laughs> he was wearing like a visor with like bad, uh, like a bad wig attached to it and like a Hawaiian shirt and was coming out and doing just like awful bits between <laughs> acts. Like a part of was like the, the stand-up like guest and then like... Tom Kenny would come out as some fake comedian for like two minutes and then introduce the next, the, the opening band. Then he came out again before Yola Tango. And then uh, at the end of the show for like the encore, um, they brought out uh, Marky Ramon uh, to drum and they did a like Ramones medley with Tom Kenny singing vocals. So I was just like, I was just like watching this with my mind blown. I'm like, I came here for Yola Tango and I'm getting like an hour of Tom Kenny material and he's being completely insane. Yeah. Like he was, he was being nuts. Yeah. Like nobody was laughing except for him and he was loving it. I was going to say like, how was it going over? It didn't, doesn't sound well. Medium. Like people were kind of like, I get that he knows he's not funny, but it's still not funny and i was just like my hero is on stage right now yeah i love that he's like that brave to still be going that hard yeah yeah crazy bit yeah and i just sent you a, an instagram uh, yeah. post of like his band that's like playing right now I'm gonna, doing like cartoon music they were doing a song from like the popeye cartoon i'm gonna it's i'm gonna crazy. repost that it's totally unhinged I'll, I'll repost it literally right now yeah uh, that's yeah a great idea. that was that was my initial aim i was like this is probably good for an adventure guys post yes um so funny yeah um let's play did you, did you see a snail okay nick did you see the snail no eric did you see the snail no dave uh, i did not see the snail not in this one <sighs> gutter ball <laughs> <laughs> should i look it up no okay because it will give away the next ones we learned that last time uh, <laughs> yeah. that's good to know that's, yeah that's good um there's been one in fiona and cake right like, well on like a magnet well what on? maybe i'm mixing it up with one of the other episodes i watched but i feel like i saw i feel like i saw one so snail in there fiona was and cake there was two where simon was using the snail and his like choose goose oh my god thing okay gotcha <laughs> so gotcha. that kind of that's maybe what i was thinking i think maybe on his refrigerator there's like this, like a postcard of the snail in his oh. little sad apartment very dusty yeah <laughs> lots of dust and then there's then there's a snail in the black and white cartoon with oh yeah, yeah. tree trunks and princess bubblegum yeah what's that what's that like hippo's name it's like alan or something i just like that prismo oh, makes wyatt him, wyatt yeah wyatt, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah prismo wyatt. makes him fart I just i i lost my shit to that that was so funny the things i've done to get here in prison just doesn't care <laughs> that's pretty good yeah so no snail in this one that i saw not in farm world all right fuck us no snail there we go all right <laughs> plug time make sure you go pre-order eric's record at ericdano.bandcamp.com um it's also streaming everywhere the first song which is cool it's a really good song um if you're enjoying this podcast give us five stars on whatever podcast app you're listening on spotify apple they all got it Podbean, i think even like all of them um people are listening to us on a lot of different apps these days which is like really cool to see like the podcast world is wide um yeah. and we're on we're on instagram and adventure guys podcast and twitter and tiktok and youtube and all that stuff um dave do you want to plug anything um, I, I don't have the details of the show, but me and my 
buddies are in a me first in the gimme gimme's uh cover band that we do around halloween uh yeah we can and it sounds like we have a show coming together october 24th so uh i'll I'll hit you guys up and we actually lock it in and you can we'll repost you can repost it yeah yeah if it comes through it's gonna be a really fun show october 20 is that what like a tuesday it's a tuesday yeah Yeah. Yeah. okay cool i mean that's good for me because i you know work Work shows every other week perfect Yeah. yeah it's uh a Two of our three guitarists uh, are in punk bands who are always at fest over Halloween. So right. we kind of like yes. rotate. We like to have at least one of those guys in for for uh, uh, when we play. And this is a, an attempt to squeeze in a show before they leave. Okay, for the, yeah. like, what what, what bands are they in for uh, for fest? Um, I so our buddy Travis is in Fat Heaven. Um, they're totally yeah. awesome. Check them out. And then uh, our other guitarist Alex, uh, he plays in the Mikey Erg band and in oh, All shit. the Way Lou. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. So he's. I, I. I don't know if he's playing with both of them at Fest or just one, but they were probably all touring down together and all that. I could have been at Fest this year. Yeah. Have you been? No. Uh, they. They did offer my band the Holophonics a slot, but it was. It, we couldn't work it out. Yeah. Just a bunch of money to go play there. A lot of money. Yeah. And it's. I have a feud with Fest because it takes my friends away from me at Halloween <laughs> every year when we could be here playing. Uh, me first at the Gimme Gimme's cover show uh, and every year they're like pissed that they're there and not playing here. I'm like, this seems like an easy solution, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> go go hang out in Florida for Halloween every year. It's fine. Oh, man. But yeah, well, that's all I got. It'll be fun. We, Eric and I went and saw the Gimme's last year. Oh, yeah, it yeah. It was very fun. So that you guys should Did you see uh, Gutter, the Gutter Show? The gutter Show. Yeah. That was chaos. That was a really fun night. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I remember also an Avril Lavigne tribute band. Yeah, that night. they were fun. <laughs> Uh, there was a really good Todd Rundgren band at the end of the night. Oh, we missed that's, that. That's when I knew I had stayed at Gutterween really late. I was watching these <laughs> dudes play Todd Rundgren songs with Justin. I was like, it's gotten weird. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And thanks for having me. This is super fun. I've been looking forward to coming back and talking Adventure Time. I, it's too, it was too long. Yeah. I can't believe it's been like well over a year. Yeah, we could definitely do this again. Uh, I mean... It's up to you, I guess. Oh no, no, <laughs> I'm down. I'm down yeah. to do this. No, again no, more we had, we had tossed around this idea, and then yeah, perfect. Well, I moved out to the show. beach, and like uh, that, like took over my whole summer and everything. And we we did um, you we, one night you floated out the idea of coming to the beach and doing like Ooh, yeah, uh, a beach themed episode, which Eric and I, I, I we didn't tried. Te- yeah, I didn't tell you about this, but I kept my multiple times to Eric, I was like, Rockaway this weekend? Question yeah. mark Adventure guys with Dave. <laughs> And he, and there was always some shit and something then, going on. And then he was around one weekend. And it was one of those. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, maybe if there's like good weather coming up in the off season, um, and there's like something fun going on, I'll I'll let y'all know ahead of time if, I it, if it works. Would love that. Yeah, because there's like I mean, there's a lot of material with Adventure Time that you could center around the beach and everything. Yeah, I mean, so that I'm interested in just seeing what Rockaway's got going in the off season anyway. Yeah, it's it's like a small vacation town in the off season. It's it's interesting vibes. Mm, it's yeah. Really, it's a weird place. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, miscellany mania. Sure. There's things you may not know. Eric and Nick will show you all the trivia and miscellany mania. We we we've got a lot of good shit like in the miscellaneous mania category through because we had thank you dave for like <laughs> untangling a lot of that um because i was like one of the best episode discussions we've had yeah i i too i saw a tiktok i had where a guy was talking about the animation error becoming lore um 
Oh yeah, I watched that. Did you watch this TikTok? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you were referencing before? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll have to repost this too. We got lots of posts coming. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Getting the content. Would you want me to play up. it? Oh no, you don't have to. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I wanted to make sure that's that's funny. We saw, man, our algorithms are dialed <laughs> in. We're both just getting the. Uh, I know. Average right. Time content. Yeah. Well, I mean, our podcast is like popping off like it never has been. So. Yeah, it makes sense. That's that fun. Everyone's <clears throat> algorithms are. The um, I don't know if this is in theme for the 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 segment, but um, one fun detail in this episode was the Destiny member gang with the eye patch, um, who is kind of like introducing Big Destiny before Popcorn's funeral. <laughs> yes, Popcorn. <laughs> um, uh, so she has that eye patch because Farmworld Finn shoves his flute up her nose. Uh, and like plays it and it like pops her eyeball out uh, in the original like farm world episode that happens. Yeah. And that's like, because like uh big destiny steals the crown and Bartram from uh, Finn and he gets pissed off and decides he's finally gonna like stand up to the gang. And the first thing he does is like shove the flute up that woman's nose and like blows her eye starts like inflating and she like runs oh, off covering in it. like a cartoon way yes oh but oh my gosh okay <laughs> yeah it doesn't like explode like graphically but it like inflates and look it, it's still like gross it's still creepy for sure but i was happy to see that like to go when i went back and watched farm world i'm like oh okay yeah they're, they're keeping up with this character like her oh eyes still gosh. fucked oh my gosh uh, oh and then the other thing the other thing that i was thinking of is in the original farm world Finn is bringing their donkey Bartram to sell mm-hmm. at the market um, to pay off the Destiny gang. That's where he runs into Marceline and stumbles across the crown and everything. And uh, he ends up like saving Bartram, but then becoming the snowman and all that shit goes down. In this episode, when Farmworld Finn shows up to fight off the Destiny gang, he shows up on Bartram. Yeah. But Bartram's on like a like a wooden plank and i was wondering if bartram's taxidermied now yeah so like if he they make a donkey sound effect but like he's just like sleds down the crater on presumably a stuffed bartram which is unhinged so like farm wolf is he might be like like it's all under the surface but he's fucking crazy yeah (laughs) like he rode a dead donkey into battle that's the that's the nail in the coffin for me yeah yeah he stole those kids (laughs) (laughs) that does it uh, yeah. <laughs> the kids, by the way, named Jay and Bonnie, right? Uh, those are the names of his kids in Puhoy. Right, right. Wow. Which is the uh, the Star Trek ripoff pillow episode. <laughs> yeah, that, that that one's worth a rewatch. Yeah. It's fun. There's there's a lot of meat to these Fiona and Cake episodes. They're oh, like, yeah. they're 20, 23 minutes long or whatever. Like, they all deal with alternate universes. So, like, there's so many representations of these characters in different ways that are like, is this an Easter egg or is this the premise of the show? Yeah. That like we're seeing a human starchy, you know, in farm world and stuff. Yeah. But there's so much of it. It's great. Yeah, I know. They, like the Easter eggs you can just all day. Mm-hmm. I This is part of what I wanted to talk to, with, talk to you guys about that. Like the show as a whole is mm-hmm. like, it's really interesting and fun because like when the main series ended, I was really bummed because I could just keep the show going forever, you know? And, and I also felt like they went with a very emotional way of ending it versus, um, 
anything related to story for the most part like big story things happened but like when the main show ended it was like it was a very like emotional finale um this to me is like paying off the idea better than distant lands that like this world can continue in like really fun rewarding ways for viewers like for for Mm -hmm. fans um that like we can get a whole like 10 episode storyline that brings back all of our favorites that does new interesting things. And that I feel like completely wrapped up in it, like the show, you know, like I'm not like, Oh, this is some spinoff that's less satisfying. It's like, no, this is a really cool way to see what's going on with these characters, but not to just like reboot or, or just do a Finn centric story that might may or may not pay off. It's like checking in with these characters while being totally justified from like a new narrative standpoint it's really really cool big time agree yeah yeah it's, yep, yep. other yeah. franchises can i think learn from it <laughs> oh yeah i mean we talked about it on one of our but we were like so surprised like you uh if they're gonna do a fiona and cake series mm-hmm. then you're like whoa okay they're doing a fiona and cake series yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it really um was sick yeah it wasn't super on my radar and then uh when it did pop up i was like oh, this is something i'm very interested in that i wasn't thinking about enough yeah so. i mean so wait, I want to go back. Did you say you liked it more than Distant Lands or it's doing more for the continuation? Yeah, I mean, Distant Lands was really fun and I enjoyed it. I'll probably go back and watch them again. Um, but there's something really, just to me, more satisfying, like getting it back into the main story arc. Yeah. Like yes. This. Distant yes. Lands felt more like, like a coda or a tag mm-hmm. to the original series. This feels like the continuation yes yeah definitely and it's like done in a way that like you still leave a lot of options open and like are creating opportunities for new stories later it's not stale but we can still revisit these characters yeah i mean the whole i mean not to say anything of like the inner workings of like what's going on cartoon network and hbo max or whatever like who the fuck knows but like even when this uh, when Adventure Time ended in 2018, even just five years ago, I don't think it would be possible to tell a story like this in this way because just like the cultural consciousness of the of the concept of the multiverse mm-hmm. has exploded. Yeah, just it, pop culture is all about the multiverse yeah, as of the last super five years. Mainstream. Yeah, I mean, and I guess we have you know Marvel movies to thank for that. Yeah, which I mean, hey, I mean sure <laughs> yeah it's like if you want to see it done like really well i think you looked at adventure time like they've been setting it up for like years like all of this stuff is familiar to all of us it all kind of makes perfect sense that it's happening yeah it it, it slots yep. in so easily to like the groundwork that they laid but like this this show is just like it's we. I don't want to say it's zeitgeisty because like it kind of predates it. It it does know? like it, it all goes back. I mean, well, I mean, you know, comic books have been doing that shit for of course, decades, yeah. of course. But like this, this is taking all the like the the great things about like multiverse media right now and like avoiding cliches mm-hmm. and and still like like you know, there's enough fan service there, but it's still like a very organic growth of the narrative as well. Uh, like it's accomplishing all these things. And I just don't think like five years ago, like the audience was even if, even if like the creators like had, like had this kind of scope, I don't think the audience could have appreciated it on, on the grander scale that it's happening now. Right. Um, I think like 
yeah, we've we've moved to the place where we just accept right. like the idea of a multiverse. It's not as confusing as it used to be. Yeah. Um and they got to that concept early and then like enough time has passed that like it feels like storytelling is caught up in like a mainstream way that like it it fits right in right now. Yes. Um yeah, maybe that's what's contributing to like the extreme popularity of this right now. I also think it's young people who are finding adventure time, you know, as kids and growing growing into going. it. Yeah. I like when I like find adventure time meme pages, I'm like, uh, everyone here seems very young. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've followed like running yeah. our social media, I've like interacted and we've talked about on Twitter mm-hmm. and TikTok and like it's like young people who yeah. are into this, which is interesting because I don't think it's like rerunning constantly on Cartoon Network or anything. Like it's on, but I think you gotta find it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta find it. But I mean this just proves well i mean it's kind of like it's like good bands like that stay relevant over time like you, you kind of got to keep popping up and mm-hmm. doing things here or there to introduce yeah it's people. one of the rare things that like the people a lot younger than me like i love it and then they watch it and they love it i'm like oh thank god at least <laughs> one of these things that i like is is still good to young people yeah um holds up yeah it's holds gonna up. keep going i mean i i think it bodes it bodes well for the possibility of this to continue. Yeah. I mean, what's going to be interesting to see is like, obviously there was like all this HBO max layoffs and, uh, right. With, especially with the animation and stuff not being on and how that's affecting cartoon network. So it's like, I guess let's see where this lands. I'd be interested to know if there's ratings for this available, Mm. um, and streaming. So they don't usually release that. Um, I mean on the HBO max or max homepage, like, I remember seeing it like number one in new series, like, like, you know, in their top 10 category or whatever. Uh, if you look up anything about a season two, you're probably going to get spoilers for okay. the end of season well, one. Well, I'm just like, Adam Mudo said it feels very out of our control. Uh, damn. <laughs> okay. That's rough. Uh, so it's like, well, let's enjoy what, what they gave us. Well, okay. I'm happy with what we've gotten, like distant lands and Fiona and cake. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's like, uh, we've touched on this a little bit, but I think like the saving grace of like the, possible continuation of of any of this media is that it's merchandisable Mm -hmm. and like are they selling fiona rabbit ears like anywhere like probably like (laughs) gotta be a cake plushies yeah it's like the original adventure time series went for 10 seasons because they sold so much of that shit at yeah like hot topic but like target also you know like yeah, that's and, probably the best thing it has going for it with like the the Warner Brothers Discovery and takeover. Yeah, and then that I mean I guess we've talked. That's what bought them so much probably creative freedom, right? It's like right. whatever you do works. Yeah, so just <laughs> go with it, and then they got to just blast off. Right, right. Cool. Um, well, I'm glad we got this, and yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited. Y'all are putting out episodes about it as it's coming out too. I know it's really fun to be actually it's Eric. It feels really fun to be doing a podcast. That's current. Like, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it feel energizing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Cause instead of talking about something that happened 12 years ago out of, <laughs> out of sequence. Yeah. <laughs> Which has, it's like, there's, re- there's good reasons for y'all to do it that way. But yeah, I can imagine that that one context can be a little alienating sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I liked about it. <laughs> I think that's why we got off track in a lot of those yeah. middle episodes, but this is really fun. So I, I think selfishly, I want there to be more adventure time so we can do more on track. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I don't feel bad like expressing that now because we like 
it might be considered like a sellout move if like we had just started the podcast now to do mm, yeah. to do something current but we were we were in already like for something that was so totally out of the zeitgeist yeah and like now it's come back around like well we were very well positioned to take advantage of this situation but like originally we didn't give any fucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean hey if you're if you made it this far welcome to the world yeah, uh, might as well subscribe yeah subscribe <laughs> uh and and get into the back calendar just write it from here on out it's yeah gonna be fun. And, and you know what hey just let's be even more chaotic neutral about it all start listening to our back episodes in a random order yeah oh yeah double randomized <laughs> i mean dude we've been doing it for so long that i almost feel like our voices sound different which <laughs> freaks me the fuck out oh man yeah it hasn't been that long right well, we've cycled through several different microphones. That too. <laughs> that too. Vocal fry. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thanks again, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. yeah. Peace, y'all. Peace out, y'all.